So for this lesson, I'm going to talk about Trump's position on China. Um, I'm doing this one now, <clears throat> specifically after the lesson on what Make America Great Again means, because this is quite relevant. Um, China is investing a huge amount in, in progressing and essentially to the point of being a contender of the USA. Um, whereas the USA isn't really progressing and improving very much, um, particularly economically. Um, You know, at the moment on paper, America is doing very good economically, but it is becoming increasingly dependent on China, um, and China is in, is in stealing the show. Also, on the ground, um, like I say, on on paper, The same thing in, in Britain, we have the same problem, which is on on the ground, we're doing a lot worse economically than we actually are on paper. Um, it's one of the problems of economists, is, is they go a lot by the paper, by the numbers, and they don't... <coughs> but they... <coughs> um, <coughs> they forget to check once in a while what those numbers actually represent. Um... You know, this isn't just competition for the sake of competition. It's a real problem if the U.S. falls behind China. Um, China, China isn't benevolent, isn't a benevolent force. And if China it becomes the world leader, and there's no contest, um, you know, the, the world is increasingly being globalized. At one point in, in the future, there, there may be a unified world, or there may be a single superpower, or and who that superpower is and, and how they achieve that status, you, you really want to be very, very careful. Um, China is an authoritarian regime. All the people on the left and their extremist rhetoric um, you know, China, China, none of that would be allowed in China it's absolute war if if they if they look at if 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 the kind of people who are running China were running America, they would look at the black population and say that population isn't very productive. And the result wouldn't be nice. Um, if you want to say, would would America be better without the black population? Better off? Well, you know, if you look at that economically, um, you know, the the answer might not be very fortunate. 
um, you know, white white people, if if black people are simply just an economic drain and we better off without them. Well, you know, we're, we're nice enough to to let them stay around anyway. Um, as long as there's, there's still enough. Um, But China, China, China could look at things very, very differently. Um, if there's an unproductive category, problematic category of people, um, you know, China doesn't really have. <clears throat> China has an authoritarian government where absolutely anything is possible. That includes simply wiping them out. Um, if you have a world like that, um, that's not going to be a good thing. Um, so I can't speak entirely for all the transpositions on China, but one of the key things is, you know, particularly in America's history, economy is key to being a world leader and success. A good economy is key to that. Um, and you're looking at the country as a whole, and Economically, China is being allowed to prosper, and America isn't. And certain restrictions for this are, are unfair. So, if you want to set up a factory in the USA building cars, there are a lot of regulations. <coughs> follow for that to work you've got to you know you've got to really care about the environment you've got to uh you know you got you can't work the workers too hard you um you, know, you can only have people working Five days a week, you've got to pay them a certain amount. Um, so this is something I've talked about before. So the net, net result is that doing certain kinds of business and manufacturing in the USA is made so prohibitively expensive that it's a, and, and so regulated that it's effectively illegal. You know, things aren't goods aren't coming from China because China is is better than us or doing something better than us. They're simply coming from China because 
if a company says, look, to be for this to work, you know, you need to take some shortcuts or, you know, the CCCP is, is deliberately running companies that, that can compete. And, um, you know, they're, they're doing this by, for example, you know, allowing smog in their cities. Um, things which are, you know, the, 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 the Chinese economy is booming. You know, because they're fiddling with things like their currency and their, um, so they're, they're almost kind of cheating. Um, now a lot of people want China to prosper and advance to a fair degree. You know, you know, they want a developed world. Um, but one of the problems is China is also very authoritarian. People have been think, hoping that as China develops and advances, it will be, become more philosophically aligned to the Western world. Western values, well, that hasn't happened. Um, you know, China as, as, as a country is, is like a country one and owns by, by the military almost. Um, it's not really a true democracy in any sense. Um, People don't have any guaranteed rights or freedoms. It's just, uh, you know, everyone lives for the good of the country and, that, and that's it. Um, to an extreme. Uh, so it's not like <clears throat> you work for the country and the country works for you. It's like you work for the country and that's it. Um, you know, you do you do whatever you're you're told. You can't complain. If you complain, you go to prison in China. Um, well, there's very limited scope for for complaint. You know, so it, it is a fascist regime. It's a tyrannical fascist regime. Um. Could be worse, could be better, but the point is, is the level of control. I mean, technically, Xi Jinping, whatever his name is, is the most powerful person in the world. Because unlike America, there aren't any checks and balances, um, or you know, they, they're they're much more He and his party have a lot more control than there is in the, in, in the USA. Political system is deliberately um, limited. In in such a way as as to limit the ability of the government to rule over the people. Um, And, you know, so the government can't do too much damage. Um, so effectively, the, the, you know, the rulers of China have more power, power than, you know, the ruler of America. That, that should be plain to, plain to see of this campaign to take him down. Um,
so transposition on China is, is important, very important to strategy making America great again. Um, well, Obama wanted to shift to the Asia pivot and the Pacific Rim and confront China. Well, how, how can you do this if increasingly China is advancing its military and everything else in its economy and you're not? You're stagnating as a country. Um, you know, you're keeping the numbers high and balancing the books to some degree. Well, actually, no, you're building up a massive debt to China as well. Um, you're not necessarily doing that well economically, as, as you think you are. It's all on paper. Um, But your country is being gutted of all its key industries. Um, <clears throat> so you don't really have the military might that you think you have. Uh, America's military might is, it was contingent historically on its industry and its production, its ability to produce, to manufacture. Um, it's actually a national security threat to you know, to be increasingly dependent on manufacturing for your your rival superpower, for, your, for the rival military power on the planet. Um, you know, China's ascent is, is through, you know, significantly growing its military potential. Um, it is making moves to expand on, you know, it's integrating Hong Kong into its one China policy. It's going to integrate Taiwan into its one China policy. Um, you know, thing, things are things are gearing up for the USA to have a, a major potential confrontation with China. If America doesn't maintain the balance of power of China, um, you can expect China to take an expansionist stance. So China's be more expansionistic. Um, and how far China will go with that is, is anyone's guess. Um, but basically, if if America is kicked out, then that leaves Japan, the Pacific Islands, Australia in a very difficult situation. New Zealand, um, suddenly China becomes the center of their world. Suddenly, you know, Chinese influence, you know, they have to do what China says or else. Um,
and and this is in te- this is you know one of the key features of of wanting to make America great again. Um, you know, it is in part maintaining the balance of power. Um, you know, the other thing is with China is is that China really is ripping off. It really is copying us. It's ripping off all our patents, all our inventions. It really is. Uh, you know, stealing intellectual property and secrets that keep the West on the forefront as the most advanced in the world. I don't always agree with patents and copyright and stuff like that. I have a certain amount of tolerance for what China is doing. But there is kind of a limit. I mean, you know, one of the obvious problems is do, do we want all the countries in the world to develop nuclear technology, nuclear weapons? Is that the kind of world that we want? There isn't really a way to stop that. Um, there are already a lot, lot of countries that could very quickly nuclearize. Um, <clears throat> we definitely don't want to help them along too much of that process. Um, but this is the kind of world that we're heading towards, one of you know, if and if the USA is, is unable to maintain the balance of power, um, there's a lot of countries that I, I can I can tell you that Japan if I was Japan, I would say we're going to nuclearize. If I was South Korea, I'd say I think we need to, to nuclearize now. Um, you know, because we can't trust America anymore as a protector. Um, You know, when, what happens if America starts sticking its nose into Japan's demographics? I mean, there's too many Japanese people in Japan, isn't it? So, um, you know, Japan isn't taking in enough refugees. Um, Why, sh- why should America uh, continue to protect Japan when it- it's not taking in enough black people from Africa? Um, it's not taking in enough Chinese people. In Japan, they're not taking enough, you know. Um, it gets a bit silly, but basically, Trump's position on, on China is very, you know, this is quite simple. You know, what first is he, he wants, 
you know, he wants the American economy to to be self-reliant and not this is also related to, to the Paris Agreement so for example China is getting a free pass and you know it's, it's industry and manufacturing is more protected <clears throat> Even though it's actually, if it's manufacturing and exporting stuff to America, that America could be manufacturing and itself, and China's getting it's kind, it's kind of like uh, you know, China, China could reduce its CO two footprint by. Um, by manufacturing to America or selling to America. So instead of America importing some manufactured goods from China, it just, just builds it itself. Or America's going to have the carbon footprint of that manufacturing. Um, but, you know, it's not actually going to increase the world's carbon footprint, but it will increase America's carbon footprint and decrease China's. Except America is penalized more with carbon footprint so that it, it makes <clears throat> returning manufacturing and business to America somewhat complicated and more restrained, more restricted. So that so basically basically there's there's restraints on America's ability to be able to manufacture for itself, um, do its own manufacturing. It has to be dependent on China. Well, China is developing as a very serious threat as a superpower, which is allowed to be fully dependent on itself, increasingly dependent on its own manufacturing, things like that, for militarization. And it, America's ability to provide for itself is being stymied. Um, you know, essentially what's happening, so the West is, is turning into a state where, you know, we, we kind of export nothing and, and we import, you know, you can't even produce people, so we have to import babies from other countries. Um, anything uncomfortable, difficult is being exported. Um or in a short run, you know, one generation might benefit from that, but a couple of generations, your country is basically fucked. Um, but, you know, being a military power means being, you know, the, the most important thing is being able to produce your own, produce your own shit, and if you can't do that, you're in a lot of trouble. Um, you know, if you can't grow, your, if you can't grow your, all your own food, or you can't manufacture most of your own goods and things like that, um, then you you have a serious security problem, and you're not you're not you can't really call yourself a great power. Um,
Now the issue is here, okay, if, if America is in a situation where it can't be fully reliant, um, it'd be a bit of a different situation. The problem is it, it can be highly self-reliant. What's stopping American self-reliance as an economy is a lot of its own legislation, basically, you know, the NIMBY is not in my backyard, exporting shit over to China. Um, you know, exporting the mess over, over there. Um, <clears throat> So ta tariffs in China, basically, it costs a lot more to do industry in America because you have to do it cleanly. Now, even if you, you know, Trump wants to reduce some of the hyper-regulation, but even if you just hyper-regulation, you still, you still want some of the regulation. You know, you don't, want, you don't want your industry to be as dirty as in China and America. You don't actually want cities of smog. Um, but, you know, you, you want to cut some of the more extreme red tape first so that it's not you know unnecessarily prohibitive um, and then you can only do that so much so you know tariffs are one thing or not tariffs are a bit or, or you know there's also subsidies I mean nothing really quite works brilliantly well um, You know, one of the problems of tariffs is, is that for China to try to, you know, they can do things even dirty, even dirtier to make it even cheaper. But um, well, that's kind of on China, really. But um, You know, this is the key thing that people need to understand, which is that you know, China is a significant problem. Um, if you don't compete with China and just let it take over, that's not going to work out the way you think it is. Um, It should be noted, China isn't a multicultural country. They're not doing amazingly because they're multicultural and they're not racist. I mean, China, <clears throat> China itself is actually pretty racist. I mean, they've, they've, they don't have a history of, of not being racist in China. I don't understand where people get this from. Um, Now, I'm, I'm usually not that unfavorable to China, but there's a difference between there's, there's a difference between being favorable with 
you know, not being unfavorable to China and being favorable to China to the point of wanting China to take over the world. Um, This is essentially Trump's position on on China. Um, now, the left say, "Well, Trump's opposition to China is just because he's racist," and um, you know, wait, wait, wait until you know. Actually, experience what China's really like white, white, yellow, yellow supremacists. Um, you know, China as a nation is, uh, is 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 a real potential threat that you have to contend with. Um, Just because China doesn't have much of an expansionistic history, don't don't assume that it won't. Once it has the ability, the only thing that stopped them is the Himalayas and the desert and the ocean. <laughs> 